So Debbie, I've heard you share a story from the eMyth book that really explains the importance of customer service. Um, can you share this with us? Yeah, for those, I guess, that haven't read the eMyth, it's a, a book written around the success principles that have made McDonald's a global empire that they are today. It talks about different management styles, training styles, structure styles. Um, ultimately, the focus is why most small businesses fail and what to do. But I do have a favourite story from the book. Um, I'll have to say I haven't read the book for quite some years. Yeah. So for those that have recently read the book, I yeah. may have embellished and a little bit. <laughs> changed the story as I, I do. But yeah, ultimately it's got two, two morals to the story in client service. So it's all about a, a barber shop in downtown Bronx, which where's that? New York. New York, very yeah. good. You could answer that one, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So a barbershop downtown uh, Bronx in New York, it's been there for 20 years. You can probably picture it from watching movies and it's like the go-to place of the community, but the owner decides to sell up and retire. So another person comes in, um, traditionally what they call under new management and Obviously all the locals are a little concerned, they've been going there for 20 years, yeah. but new management comes in and they, they paint it, they put a new reception in, they do a complete renovation and fit out, and then the new clients and customers start to come in and the experience is really good. They're, they're greeted by a happy and, and friendly reception staff, they they take a seat waiting for the barber and then they're offered a, whether they want a cup of tea, an orange juice, a coffee, a muffin, it's sort of like a selection menu if it's after 12 o'clock, they offer them a wine or a beer and all of these new clients think that this service is, is, is quite exceptional. So then let's, let, let's call this gentleman Damien. Yeah. So Damien, then what do you order while you're waiting? Oh, I'm gonna have a muffin and a beer. Okay, you're gonna have a muffin and a beer. Okay, so you have your muffin and a beer and then you go over to Bob, your barber, and then he explains the process. So he says to you, okay, what we're gonna do is we're going to wash your hair first and then we're going to get, and I forget this every time, even in my training last week. It's not the scalpel. The What's it? No, it's not the cutthroat. What's it called? The razor. Razor. Yep. Thank you. Okay. So then Bob explains to you that he's going to get the razor on the the, the back of your neck, yep. and he's going to get the clippers on the side, and he's going to use the snippers on the top. And then it gets a bit of gel at the end and then you look in the mirror and you think you're looking really hot yeah. and you go cha-ching, cha-ching, I'm yeah. looking good, pay your $40 and then walk out thinking that was an amazing experience. Yeah. That was an amazing client service experience, better than the last 20 years. So 
instead of waiting eight weeks to get your hair cut, you go back six weeks because you're so excited. Yep. But you walk in and now they're super busy. So they've had their big wow opening, the new management, and then you walk in, you don't get the big friendly smile, you're sitting in the waiting area, everyone's ignoring you, and what are you waiting for? I'm waiting for someone to come and explain what's gonna happen. I'm waiting for my beer, my menu, my, my yes, muffin. Yes, you're waiting for your beer and muffin. Yep. So they didn't give you your beer and muffin because they're so busy and they realise that it's actually not making them um, any profits at all and they're going backwards. Yep. But Bob's left. Your barber's gone. Oh, so no. now you've got Jack. Yep. And then you go over to Jack and then Jack starts to just squirt and spray your hair. So he doesn't take you over and give you the wash. He doesn't use the razor on the back. He uses the clippers and he gets the scissors. Doesn't put the, the fancy gel or the, the mud or what do men call it? Not the mud, the... the wax, wax. Anyway, yeah, yeah. anyway, wax, mud, whatever yeah. it is. So you look in the mirror and you're still looking handsome yeah. and hot. You've still got the exact same haircut, but instead of going cha-ching, cha-ching, this was a great experience, you pay your $40, you walk out and you say, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. So how does that translate to property management is I think people in general like consistency of service. They like that when they go somewhere, their expectations are going to be met. I guess it's a little bit like if you go to a restaurant. Have you have you got a favorite restaurant that you go to other than KFC? Other than KFC, geez, that's a, that's a difficult one actually. A favorite restaurant? Favorite restaurant, um, I actually like um, okay. Kimbaro's. Kimbaro's? Yeah, in town. What style of food is that? It's Greek. Greek, Greek seafood. Greek, okay, so you like Greek. I was gonna go Italian, but we'll do Greek. So you've been going there for years and years and years. You get the same meal all the time or maybe you might be a bit diversified. But if you're like me, you get the same meal every time, but yep. then you go and it tastes a little bit different. And you go, uh, uh. okay, I'll give them one more go. You go back again, it still tastes different because they're changing over the chef. You go back the third time and you go, I'm never going back there again. Yep. So as I said, how does that relate to property management is it comes down to, in the e-myth, the process or what they call the turnkey solution or the blueprint for success. Even if you're a restaurant, you should have a mapped process and recipe for how you make a meal, the same as McDonald's. So every single time you go there, it tastes the same. Now, obviously in property management, landlords and tenants aren't eating us even though sometimes they probably would like to eat us because they're monsters. No, they're not monsters. Um, but how that relates to property management, let's take an example of the tenant vacating. So you've got a property manager there. When the tenant vacates, they have constant communication with the landlord because it's a high stress period. Yep. Um, they're without the rental income. They go and do an open house and following the open house, they sit in the car, they get their iPhone, and this is the next step progression in, in technology and where property management is going. Instead of emails or a telephone call, they, they put on Skype or they put on FaceTime, yep. whatever it may be, and they go, 
Hi, Mr. Smith, Deb from PPM Real Estate, just touching base. I've had an open house. We had 15 people through the property. I'm really confident that we're going to get at least five or six applications and I'll touch base with you next week. And then that property manager continues to follow up the landlord with feedback from tenants, number of clicks on the website for the rental property. Um, but then all of a sudden that property manager goes. And another property manager comes in and unless you have that blueprint, the, the checklist to follow through what the process is, the next property manager comes in, she doesn't do a video tour, she doesn't give feedback of the tenant, she doesn't do, or he, I shouldn't be sexist, they. And I think that's where we get unhappy landlords and tenants, is where there's not a consistency of service and particularly the feedback I get is there is a high turnover of, of property managers so instead of having the process and the system in their head it needs to be owned and documented by the agency. Yep. Um, very quickly in, in closing on that so you need to have a process and the process was you had an expectation of how your hair was going to be cut. And the second one that's really important is if you're looking at introducing a new service. So if you're looking at introducing at a routine inspection to carry tidy room certificates, if you notice one of the rooms has a little kid in it just to make him feel good and at the next routine inspection, mummy says to little Johnny, make sure it's clean because yeah. you won't get your tidy room certificate. Whatever additional service you introduce into your business, you need to be very mindful that you can follow through. Or otherwise, if you eliminate it or don't include it, poor little Johnny, going to get really upset. It's going to get really uh -huh. upset after the routine inspection when he's just spent an hour tidying his room and the next property manager doesn't have his tidy room certificate. So as a summary, there needs to be a blueprint, checklist, processes, procedures, um, and once it's introduced, it becomes an expectation. Yeah.